Hey everyone, you're listening to the first episode of Midnight Podcast. So Midnight Podcast, real authentic conversations with each other. Yeah, and honestly, we just kind of talk about everything, just how we're feeling. Yeah, from like... Yeah, we don't really have one <laughs> specific <laughs> topic at the moment. Like from boys to insecurities to social We can get deep real quick. Yeah, we can get deep real quick. Like We can go from like childhood stories to beauty like construct and mm-hmm. beauty standards and pressures of being a girl in this society. Yeah, am I the only one? But I've been spending a lot of time on TikTok. My mm-hmm. average, I think... I get an update on my phone every time saying like oh your average for screen time on tiktok went up seven percent every day (laughs) it's unhealthy but it's like way better than instagram but i find myself scrolling through tiktok and literally hours have passed by and Mm -hmm. i never notice okay what isn't who's an artist right now that you're currently in love with um rose's on the ground is a song Mm -hmm. that's been on repeat all day every Mm. day and apparently olivia rodrigo the singer of driver license is coming with a new song tomorrow really Mm -hmm. oh i am ready wait how old is she she's she's our age really yeah she's so pretty though she's really pretty i know right but i think she feels the pressure of making another hit song because you know you don't want to oh, be yeah. a one like one that song wonder. hit really hard i know it's been all over tiktok okay so whose side are you on sabrina's or olivia's okay so i don't know much about the drama between them but okay. i i think i'm gonna choose the blonde sabrina, sabrina uh-huh. just because i know her from What's that TV show that she Girl did? Meets Girl World. Meets World. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I think... I have some sort of, like, bias because of that, I think. So, mm-hmm. her song is based on real-life events. Maybe a bit exaggerated mm-hmm. for the song. But it's when your boyfriend leaves you for another girl. I mean, I think someone here can relate to that. <laughs> I've had that experience. Please share. I don't know how, like, far I can share. Okay, I mean, okay. I can talk about it freely now because I genuinely am, like, so good with what happened. Yeah. As you should. As I should. I mean, if you don't feel comfortable talking about it, don't feel pressured. But it's not about feeling comfortable. It's just that there are people involved that might not want this out. Okay. I think I mean, that's let's just... expose them. Let's, <laughs> let's expose them. Should I just speak on my experience? Yeah, I think you should. Okay. I feel like other girls can probably relate. Oh. And you can make them feel less shitty about themselves. <laughs> my experience was genuine. Okay. I remember it was two days before prom. Oh. Two whole days. And the he bitch... Picked, the, picked the right moment. The bitch boy <laughs> broke up with me through a text message mm-hmm. that he apparently didn't write. Yeah, we need to find this guy and, like, <laughs> start a revolution with this guy. And so basically, how I found out that he didn't write that text message was because his friend who wrote the text message also broke up with a girl from my school. Mm-hmm. And when I showed the text message to my friends, um, one of my friends was like, that's awkwardly similar to the text message that blank girl received i can't say her name mm-hmm. and we compared we compare and contrast like our english teacher was so proud of Analyze. us yeah we were legit like analyzing comparing and contrasting turns out same he didn't even write the text message the thing that's such a shitty move though yeah it's so shitty no but and then do you want to know what happened okay after a week of just like him breaking up with me mm-hmm. i didn't know what to feel i mm-hmm. think it was because it was my first ever heartbreak mm-hmm. that i had no idea what i was feeling i was feeling numb i didn't know if i was like in the right mind because i wasn't feeling sad mm. and i think 
after a week, he kissed a girl in front of me, mm. literally my ex, mm-hmm. right? And that's when, after that, I felt the emotions. Do you think you're mad at him, or do you think you're like disappointed? Like, what are you? What are your current feelings towards him now? Oh, current feelings? Mm-hmm. So grateful for that. It's like so grateful for him that I had that experience. Mm-hmm. Just because I wasn't genuinely in love with him. I was very desperate for a boyfriend during that time. I think it was because I felt pressure to have a boyfriend because every single one of my friends had a boyfriend. Yeah. Oh my god. Like, you know how he said, like, I thought he was gay when I first met him. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know did. if I should say that. I don't know if I should. Uh, maybe oh, but honestly, it's, it out. It's, it's the truth. It's the truth. Nothing to be edited out. Like, you said that to me as well. Yeah, I just got that vibe. Mm -hmm. I don't know, he gives off that vibe. Mm -hmm. But I felt as if I had to force myself to like him. Mm -hmm. And and I did. I'm not, I wasn't lying about my emotions, but I am so grateful that he was my first heartbreak, Mm -hmm. that I was able to get over him, like, easily, but not the heartbreak. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I lost a lot of friends through that process and the heartbreak and i've people showed me their true colors like friends who were there for me and friends who weren't life experiences that happened after the breakup like for example like running into your ex or running into your ex's friends or running yeah into like what is, okay i have a question like what is that courtesy though like if running into an ex like what do you like do you just ignore them do you like say hi like I, mean, I, I guess said it, I said hi. I have respect for the dude. Yeah. I mean, I don't have a lot of respect, but there is but some still, respect yeah. there. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to talk shit about him. I yeah, I don't want to yeah. do that. But I was not like that scared okay. of meeting him or mm-hmm. running into him. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't that scared at all. Yeah, I mean, I guess it depends on how you ended the relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the heartbreak, what it did to me, it wasn't about him. It was just more about me and me dealing with rejection rather than having him be a part of it. Mm-hmm. I was just so afraid of rejection and being heartbroken that I felt that I wasn't enough for anyone. Do you think he is worth your time? Mm-hmm. Like, you have to really have oh self-respect. God. After that breakup, I felt as if I had to lower myself to date him. Just be honest. Yeah, if that's how you felt. I genuinely don't want him to listen to this podcast because I am really grateful like for that experience. Thank you, next. <laughs> Thank you, next. But I, after that incident, after the heartbreak, I was like, if that bitch boy breaks up with me, mm-hmm. who the hell is going to love me? Like, that was my like yeah. initial reaction. Mm-hmm. And after that, I couldn't even text the boy. Mm-hmm. I had every single one of my friends, like, basically confirm my text messages to boys. Mm. after that incident yeah i feel like your insecurities then i feel like your confidence just diminished because of him oh i was a broken shell i was this broken glass that could not be molded back into a full figure and i felt this with all relationships not even just friend like relationship like love relationship even with friends i felt insecure i felt i wasn't enough and that to me was just such a toxic mindset Mm -hmm. and honestly I thought that I was the most unlovable, ugliest person in the world during that vulnerable mm. time. I'm not now. And because I was able to basically reshape myself and mend the broken parts and heal it. Yeah. I mean, what about your dating experience? Like? I mean, honestly, though, I actually do want to feel like you've experienced true heartbreak, right? I actually want to feel what like, <laughs> true heartbreak feels like. Like, I want to relate to heartbreak, heartbreak of songs, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
I feel like everyone should at least get heartbroken once in their life, just for the experience. Of course. For the thrill. Heartbreaks honestly really change you, change you into a better person. Yeah. And everyone should go through a heartbreak. And the stages of going through the heartbreak is what's really necessary for growth. Mm-hmm. And for me, after that incident, I really started to realize who I am and decide my worth and not seek validation from other people, but seek validation from myself and love the person that I am. Like, I also struggle a lot with just, I guess, self-love. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I do lack self-love and it's hard to love someone else when... I like actually it's so ironic people say that you can't love others until you love yourself right Mm -hmm. but the thing is I respect and treat other people so much more better than I treat myself in my head I'm like oh that top is just not looking good for you or like compliment Mm -hmm. your body but for other people I'm just like oh you're so beautiful like I tell them like Mm -hmm. I you know but for myself I don't treat myself the way I treat other people which is so sad Because you should have more love for yourself than just like a random stranger or whatever, you know? She literally, there are moments where I want to literally strangle her and be like, speak up for yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, talk like you are such a beautiful person. Mm -hmm. And I hate that you don't see it sometimes. Yeah, and even like with, like, remember that one time I went on a date and I literally (laughs) brought you with me because I was such a pussy. Like, I just couldn't. I tagged along. She brought me, like, to a date. And, okay, now that I think about it, it was so disrespectful of me to do that. Mm -hmm. Scared of rejection. Scared, and, like, I was just a pussy. I mean, honestly, I feel like everyone around us is getting in a relationship. And I'm just like, Mm -hmm. oh, like, I want one, but at the same time, I'm like, maybe it's not meant for me. Right now, in this current state. Yeah, like, I feel like I don't even know how to love myself, so how can I, like, be in a relationship right now? Okay. Like, I need the confidence. On a lighthearted topic, let's talk about turn-on and turn-offs for a guy. I like that. Let's go, Let's go go deep. Okay, a turn-on, I don't know what it is, but... When a guy is confident... When they have rhythm. Yeah, like when you're at a club and they have that like rhythm to the beat and they can just like groove with you and vibe with you. Yeah. I, when they're in their pe- present moment mm-hmm. and not filming. They, Bro, let's oh. talk about like our crazy stories at the club though. Like, oh. they were so many. Oh my oh god, that my. one time, remember, um, with your four-inch high heel. Oh my god. <laughs> so, okay, let's talk about my first experience going out clubbing and it was we were together yeah we were so together. the first time we ever went to a club i think we were like how old not 17 i thought yeah somewhere around there somewhere around there and and we were safe we were with um our, our yeah. sister like mm-hmm. we were safe they got us in the <laughs> let's not mention that let's not mention they that. got us in and i remember just first going to a club and at first, right when you enter the club, I don't know if anyone can relate to this. When you went, go into a club, it's kind of hard to just straight up dance. Because oh my god, you, when you walk in, you feel the beat of the music, like like basically controlling your heartbeat. Like you yeah. can feel it throughout but your body. But once you get in the rhythm, you just it's like so addicting. I know, right? You're like you're just in your own moment with the loud music. Everyone's mm-hmm. minding their own business, mm-hmm. and you're kind of tipsy, and you're just like, you know, this is a night. Like let's just live for a bit. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And like let all troubles aside for now and it's crazy how in that small room in the club everyone can just vibe with each other everyone's dance to mm-hmm. like a song together i like will dance. say something though people who are throwing parties during this vulnerable state please stop yeah i mean i've seen some clips of people oh, like really? having house parties oh. 
And I'm just like, come on, do you seriously need to have a house party right now during this? But I just felt it just sucked. Oh, back to the turn on for a guy. Okay, tell tell us your turn on and turn off. I like it when a guy is confident and treats women like they are human beings. (laughs) Bare minimum, but that's attractive. (laughs) No, when a guy has a good relationship with his mother Mm -hmm. or just is like a gentleman, Mm -hmm. I find that really attractive. Attractive. What do you think is considered like a fake friend? If they, girl, let me tell you though, like if they do something to intentionally embarrass me or hurt me, Mm -hmm. that's like a big no. Like they gotta leave. Like Mm -hmm. the door's that way. The doors, you can leave. Yeah. No, but with us, is that there are moments. Of course, there's highs and lows Mm -hmm. in the friendship. Yeah. And we had moments where we did have lows. Yeah. And we have different personalities. Whereas Kitty likes to keep things in, Mm -hmm. and she has a hard time confronting me. Yeah, you're like a pro at confrontation. I am a pro at if something bothers me you say it. i say it but it does take a bit of time for me to say it because i need to process uh, your like, process my thoughts mm-hmm. but it doesn't i always say my opinions mm-hmm. and if there is a problem i confront you yeah. and i think that's why we work so well together yeah i know and i'm like working on trying to like confront people and stuff when something bothers me because mm-hmm. i feel like keeping it in is not really good mm-hmm. i feel like It's not healthy for you. Yeah, I think I need to, like, meet in the middle and, like... Okay, so what are some friendship moments where you wish you spoke up for yourself? I don't have a specific friendship moment that I think but there have been time where i like fought with people and i'm like you know that like, your shower in the shower you're like damn i should have said this in the <laughs> argument the shower comebacks you're yeah like, you're like damn oh. that was and a good one you're making up scenarios in your head like coming back at them yeah like i definitely have those i think everyone has everyone those. has your life you haven't had those. yeah like girl who are you trying to <laughs> but i remember with fake friends like yeah going back onto the topic of fake friends I had this one friend where basically I felt as if she was using me Mm. to her advantage Mm -hmm. and not really being a friend for me. Mm -hmm. And I always knew it at the back of my mind, like subconsciously, I always knew it, but I never acted upon it because I was just so scared of losing a friend. Has that ever happened to you? Yeah, I mean, I've definitely had, like, my fair share of fake friends. I think everyone has. Mm-hmm. Like, they have that one friend. How to tell a fake friend from a real friend? I think a real friend is honestly someone who genuinely wants the best for you. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? The small things that make your friend happy, that makes you happy. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, a fake friend could care less. Like, they'll go around talking behind your back to mm-hmm. someone else. Okay, and another thing is, I just... People who, like, can lie directly to your face scare me. You know what I mean? They can <laughs> We've go to, had experiences yeah, with like that. Yeah, like, they can go to bed peacefully knowing that they lied. Like, I just can't. Mm-hmm. Like, how Have you ever had that experience with a friend? I mean, I'm sure, like, they've lied to me before. Like, you know what I mean? But they're, mm-hmm. like, the fake ones that I've let go and, like, mm-hmm. moved on from. Mm-hmm. What is one friendship that you lost that really hurt you? There is this one girl that I kind of, like, our friendship drifted away and i'm not exactly sure what happened or like i think it just naturally drifted away like you guys are mature differently is that why i think so maybe but Mm -hmm. i just remember we had so much fun like and i I don't know like every time i went to her house or whatever like there was they were so like family almost like family close kind of Mm -hmm. people 
And so all of a sudden, it made me really sad when we separated. Mm-hmm. And I think we just went on different paths. Like So there was no like drama, nothing. It was just basically It was distant. like a peaceful ending though. Yeah, oh. we just kind of drifted. But I wish we had maybe talked more or made initiations to mm-hmm. hang out. Mm-hmm. But it just happened to be that way. And like I'm kind of sad that it did because she meant a lot to me. Do you ever think of like texting her? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think it takes a lot of guts to like try to reconnect with someone that you disconnected yourself with okay like what would you say is one advice that you would give to your old self oh there is a she's lot. like oh i have a list honey i have a list i think when i was very young maybe four years ago five years ago mm-hmm. i would basically create a fake version of myself yeah and play a role it was like i was playing a character mm-hmm. so when i hung out with their group of friends i was almost like this unbelievable extrovert that always talked and felt as if I needed people to hear me or else like I felt as if I needed to shout in order for people to hear me it's a metaphor Mm -hmm. like that's how I felt I felt like I created this fake character in my head that I needed to play and I was exhausted when I went home Mm -hmm. and it's such a toxic mindset because I did that because I wanted people to like me. And because I had that desperation of seeking validation from others, I basically created this fake version of myself in my head and would act upon it. And I just cared how how other people perceived me. And I would say to my younger self, just be yourself and fuck whoever does not like you. Like, don't give a fuck about them. On a lighthearted topic though, like, feel like we're getting way too deep let's talk about tiktok because tiktok is like i know i keep going back to it because it really is one app that i have like true love for and okay do you agree or not agree that like tiktok has kind of ruined some of your favorite musics i am a basic bitch when it comes to music though. oh yeah oh my god she's like a mainstream mm-hmm. billboard top 100 yeah. listener when people ask me what's in your playlist i go check itunes like charts top 100 that's on my playlist yeah i don't know i feel like we have somewhat of a different taste in music but it doesn't mean that i listen to like every single song on the billboard chart just because if people ask me oh do you know the song i go i have no idea what that song is and it turns out to be like the number one on the itunes chart i love old 90s to early 2000s r&b r&b yeah yeah we always like that's i think that's one song that we can vibe with yes i mean genre of music genre of music okay but one thing that i cannot vibe with is country music what, like, who even listens to that oh my god i'm so sorry my you do. biggest turn off is when the guy plays um old town road was it oh oh, oh my god oh my i god. die i'm immediate turn off i can't old. with that song it's overplayed it doesn't yeah just don't vibe with country music like what are you trying to vibe and goof with like it's so weird i don't know maybe i'm being like i mean everybody has their different tastes yeah and i think it just doesn't go with because i think music is something that really speaks to an emotion mm-hmm. and i don't think country music has anything to do with what you feel i don't know some people like really do like country music though maybe i'm like i don't know maybe this is off topic like yeah okay let's talk about netflix recommendations oh my god I've been Netflixing all day, every day. Me too. I spend I, way too much on Netflix. I watch oh every single show. Literally on my Instagram, it's all the time. What's your favorite TV show? Because I've watched every single thing on Netflix. Yeah, Netflix is definitely the shit. It's like where 
when I'm depressed, I'll go there. When I'm happy, I'll go there. Everything, I'll go there. All of my um, friends who recommended the show from the Instagram was Peaky Blinders. Oh, yeah. I have not gotten the time to watch that. Yeah. I just don't know if that's my vibe. I, I mean, know. you never know until I try. Oh, I tried it. Oh, you tried? Yeah, it was just not my cup of tea. But the actor who played it is, like, really hot, though. So I get why some people... <gasps> You know there's a Mongolian actress who played in Peaky really? Finders? Yeah. Her name Wait, is Ironman. Was that an earthquake? Was it an earthquake? Oh, I don't know. I, I thought the bed shaked. Okay, continue. Maybe it's just our fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but that one time in Mongolia, there was an earthquake like a yeah, week ago, right? Yeah, I was, I was on my bed and I felt it and I, I woke up. Dude, I was that like, lasted for like a good minute. It was um, pretty long, oh, wasn't really? it? I felt it for like five seconds. Oh, really? Maybe it's because I was sleeping and I woke up. I was like full and awake. I mean, it was very slow, but it was still there. I think it was like a 4.7. Oh. Which is like pretty... Which is pretty... I mean, from uh, Mongolia, that's the most exciting thing that's ever... I'm not, I wouldn't say exciting. Oh, girl, I don't know about that, but yeah. <laughs> that's something that gets me interested, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah, Netflix recommendations, what were you saying? Um, well, you know, I watch Friends literally every day. Yeah, you're like a lover of Friends. I can never with Friends. I It was for the first season, like first two, three seasons. But then after that, it just got a little too boring for me. Mm. You're like, you <laughs> I'm like, bitch. you bitch. You, you have to give it a try. I know. All right, what is your type in guys? Oh, we're going straight into guys. Oh, yeah, girl, Love we're going to get into it. Um, For me... I like when a guy plays a sport, not very athletic, but just moves around. Mm-hmm, okay. Yeah, because it's That's because it? it's because wow, your short list pretty short. Oh no, I thought you just meant like one thing, and then you see another. Okay, no, it's like your top three. Okay, one very like athletic, so just so because I am very athletic and I love playing sports, that I could play sports with them. Mm-hmm. Second thing is when they treat just girls in general right. So they don't objectify women. That to me is very important. Just because I've had some experiences with friends or acquaintances treating girls like they were legitimate accessories or objects, calling them like ponies. Biggest turn off. I will never ever look at you the same way if you call a girl a pony. I would say the third one, it's very hard to be like this, this is like what I like because I am so attracted to very different kinds of people. But, you know, like, Range, right? Oh, yeah, I know about him. Range is a nickname that I gave to, a guy. to someone. And what I like about him is that Just describe him, basically, and he's your type. <laughs> is that he is very composed. Mm-hmm. Someone who isn't very... And he's also, like, pretty introverted on... And, like, on Instagram, he's not very active, right? Yeah, that's very true. Dude, when, yeah, when guys are so inactive on Instagram, I find that so attractive. Yeah. Like, if they have over, like, two or three K followers, mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, like, come on, get over it. Okay, Kitty, let's hear yours. My type? Yeah, your three, like, top three things. Honestly, it's the same as yours. Like, I think, for me, our type in guys is so different. You like guys who are so extroverted, right? Like, who are outgoing, very, like, popular. No, that's... That's the thing. I can't with you. I don't really care about that. Oh, really? I yeah. thought that was your type. No. But it's like a hot kind of type of guy, right? Like no, have to be... Range is not like that. Range is... Range is so hot. No, Range is hot. But I wouldn't so say hot. he's extroverted. I wouldn't say he is. Okay, maybe not. Maybe not. But I don't really care if a guy is popular or not. Mm, okay, yeah. My ex does not prove... It. Like, he does he's not the evidence of that. I guess for me, like, I like guys who are, like, very private, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and just, like, not very, like, out there and just kind of low-key, chill. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, like very simple, put together. You gotta give me more, honey. I mean, he's gotta have the bag too, girl. <laughs> I mean, I gotta think about my future <laughs> here. The bag, get the hat, the and leave. leave. Peace out. But okay, one of my can I interrupt you here? Yeah. Is that when guys and girls, you know, shame girls for being gold diggers? Don't like it. Don't vibe with it. Yeah, like girl, if she's a stripper, you know, like mm-hmm. girl, she's getting the bag. Like let yes. and let live. Like honestly, she's getting it. Girls are shamed of whatever they do. So what if they make money with their body? Literally, mm-hmm. like make girl, money she, with. You know, strippers get, get a lot of money. Like yes. their tips are ooh. Like yes, rather like they enjoy themselves while making money. We do not. I respect need to shame that. Them. Yeah. Yes. And girls putting down girls is also something we need to stop. Oh, no. Like, girls, yes. we got to bring each other back up. Because <laughs> we have everything going against us. We don't need girls going Her. against girls. Mm-hmm. But I think it is a lot of internal misogyny, like misogyny that happens when girls, for example, let's say, call other girls sluts, whores, and hoes. Just because they are just talking with a lot of guys or even sleeping, it doesn't matter. We don't need to do that. Yeah. Girls can do whatever the fuck they want. If you want to sleep with tons of guys, do it. And don't let anyone judge you for it. Because what I've noticed is that people objectify women, right? Yeah. So they also put this value on women where if you have a lot of guys and go around, your value decreases. So mm-hmm. it's like their money or objects or things like assets and not a human, not a person. And when a guy, for example, fucks around and is entitled with that nickname, fuckboy. Wait, girl, can I just say, if there was, like, a soundtrack in the background, you're literally rapping. <laughs> I just want to say that. You'd really be spitting facts and just, like, rapping. <laughs> I mean, you can tell. She's a poet I'm... or whatever. <laughs> Continue. Mm-hmm. Yes, and what I'm trying to say is that girls from a young age are nurtured and cultured into thinking that other girls are competitions. It's just how society is and so now as a result of that when there is a fuckboy us girls subconsciously are attracted to that fuckboy not because of like who he is but because that he is a fuckboy we feel this competition to feel validated from like snatching that f-boy and turning him into someone like who's devoted mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah it's in the movies that we see literally every single type is like you know, hates everybody except the girl or like treats everybody like shit except the girl. And we've seen it in Disney movies. We've seen it in Hollywood, young adult films. Every single like thing that we've grown up, grown up watching is a reflection of this patriarchal society. Okay, what about you though? How do you feel about all of like men because i know you have just all of men what i think what do i think of men (laughs) i mean i don't know i feel like would you date someone your age or younger i would not date someone younger now just because i think the maturity level but i mean i feel like maturity doesn't come with age but with experience you know what i mean because there are younger boys who are pretty mature like (laughs) so guys guys my age I mean, now it's a bit different, but when I was younger, like in 2016, 2017, I've noticed that girls matured faster than boys. And my friends who were girls had so much life experience and thoughts when it came like came to life than boys. Because what boys were interested in were just girls, video games, like yeah. football. Yeah. Whereas us girls were just on a whole nother level. I have to mention this though, like... There are so many artists that need to make a comeback. 
Rihanna, Kendrick, girl, Rihanna. Especially like she needs to come through with that album. Yeah, we're we waiting need way to. too long. It's no, been way seriously. too long. Like, like I'm listening back to her 2016, 17 music. I'm bored. Oh my god, it's on repeat all the time. Yeah, our carpool karaoke, Rihanna. Like, I mean, I'm time. happy that she's like has her own company, like skincare, or whatever. But like, girl, come on now. Honestly, Rihanna's such a bad bitch when you think about it. She literally has the beauty, the brain. Like, mm-hmm. she's it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we, we have basically talked for like 30 minutes. What would you want to basically end our first podcast? Yeah, like for our next episode, I think we're going to talk more in-depth topics. Right now, this mm-hmm. was sort of just like an introduction. Mm-hmm. So and, uh, stay tuned, I guess, for the yeah. next episode. Oh, and... We haven't, we've always talked about your nickname and how you're Kitty. Yeah. But I don't think we explained why my name is Blondie. Oh, yeah, why you're a Blondie. Because you're an actual blonde right now. Oh, yes. Even though I'm blonde right now, she's actually the one who's Blondie. And it's because she, she can be a blonde bitch sometimes. (laughs) Thank you. Like, it comes and goes. No, my, I've had this nickname ever since year seven. I mean, I think this was a pretty good discussion we've had today Mm -hmm. in this episode. And we also would love to hear your guys' feedback on basically our And any kind of topics that we might want to discuss for the next episode. So please look forward to our episodes. It's going to be available on all platforms. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Podbean. And subscribe to our YouTube channel on Midnight Talks Podcast. Yeah, and so we hope you enjoyed it and we'll see you next time.